Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Authentically Becoming a Better Me. This is your podcast host, Nikki Singleton, and this is Season 2, Episode 2. The title of our episode today is Daddy Issues. Who has not encountered daddy issues? Who has embraced their daddy issues? Who has overcome daddy issues? Today's topic is one that I think we all need to talk about, to think about. Um, I'm very, very excited for you to listen to our special guest today who really breaks down um, some of the issues that most of us face and either we know it or we deny it. But it is definitely something that needs to be talked about. Daddy issues today, guys. I want you all to now calm your bodies so that we can get into our affirmations so we can begin our podcast. So go ahead and calm your bodies. Breathe in. Breathe out. I don't have to earn my worth. I am worthy. You say it. Breathe in. Breathe out. I don't have to earn my worth. I am worthy. Breathe in. I don't have to earn my worth. I am worthy. Ah, that felt good. Let's go ahead and jump into our podcast for today. Hey, girl. Hey. Are you, Sky? I am doing so good, Nikki. That <laughs> is awesome. I am so excited to have you on the pod today. Yes, me too, girl. Me too. And I know it's going to be a good one for oh, sure. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you for being a part, a part of Authentically Becoming a Better Me. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I don't want to hold the listeners up any longer with the suspense I want to go ahead and tell them about who you are okay so this is my girl Sky she's Sky with an I she's a bubbly fashionista a filmmaker a content creator who loves to inspire women to be their very best selves um, in every area of their lives through their social media platform in their overall day-to-day life be sure to follow her on IG, YouTube, and TikTok at Sky with an I to stay tuned to all that she has coming up next. Sky is your girl. Ah, period. <laughs> period. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> 
Wonderful. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to be here, Nikki. Thank you. You are so welcome. Listen, Sky, when I listened and watched your short story, I could not believe all the emotions that overcame me. Mm. I could not believe like how I couldn't stop thinking about it. Wow. How I knew that this was something that the world needs to hear. And 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 prayerfully, this podcast will go out to every listener that that really needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because daddy issues, I think, are are it, it's a it's it's familiar in my arena. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, there's no way of getting around it. So um, with that said, I'd, I'd like for you to, to, to kind of highlight to the listeners a little about the short story. Right. Absolutely. So uh, it is called What to Do About Daddy Issues. And it's a short film that basically follows a young lady's journey. And it helps also the viewers, the audience to take a, a deeper look on the inside, especially if they are aware that they're dealing with daddy issues or if they're unaware. And maybe there's been a, there's been a feeling that they have felt, you know, a void on the inside, but they weren't really sure exactly what it was. Um, And so with this, with, with the short film, it just allows you to see, you know, the different uh, triggering moments or different moments of emotion, like you said, that Mm -hmm. happens when you are experiencing daddy issues. And daddy issues, they don't look the same for everybody, you know? (laughs) Most of the time, someone may think it's absentee, but it doesn't always have to be an absentee father, you know? And so basically the short film is just following her journey and it's giving you, you know, some way to kind of grow through it and and to get your healing healing, you know, um, to, to get exactly what you need so that you're not allowing any issues or things from your childhood to stop you from pushing forward in your life. Right. What, what has the void, um, or if there was a void, what is it caused in your life? Oh, that's a great question. I believe that initially it showed up in my relationships, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and most of my romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And it showed up because understand that, you know, your father is your first love, you know, you know, besides, you know, the Lord. But when you're growing up as a little girl, like your father, your daddy, that's your first love. That's your first interaction with a male, you know, and so Mm -hmm. that sets the yeah, that sets the 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 foundation for every other interaction you're going to have with the male, you know. Um, And so for me, that's when I guess after repeatedly getting into relationships that weren't really benefit, they weren't beneficial to me. They weren't, uh, you know, they were hurting me. It was more about pain. I had to see and say, okay, there must be something deeper here. You know, it must be something that I'm attracting that's coming from the inside of me that, that are continuing to attracting these men in my life. And so that's just one of the examples that, you know, I felt that was really prevalent and obvious to see like, okay, this is an issue. Right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely understand that. And and just how did you push through? How were you able to 
to drum up the strength just to push through. Right. Um, really, for me, I, I would have to say it was the Lord. You know, I'm the type of people, type of person where I love when people ask me advice, but please understand, I'm going to include the Lord in it right. because that's just part of my journey. That's what helped me. So I'm have to let you know, like, hey. Um, so really, that's what helped me the most. It was my relationship with God. It was it was really building a daddy-daughter relationship, and I put it in my mind that way. Uh-huh. Um, and when I was able to do that and understanding, like, hey, even if my natural father isn't present in this moment, I know my spiritual father is. I know he's right. with me all the time. I know right. when I'm crying over this guy or because I failed this test or because I'm just sick or I'm hurt or whatever, I know that he's there. He's catching every one of my tears, you know? And so that allowed me to fill that void. And I, and I always believe that God is the best thing to fill any void with, you know, even if it's not, you know, daddy issues, because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not daddy issues. It could be mommy issues, you know, but that's a whole nother thing as well. And, or it could be, you know, just lack of self-esteem that, yeah, maybe you did grow up in a great family, but there's still something on the inside of you. I always feel like, God is is the answer to everything, really and truly, you know. Yeah. So that that's what really helped me push through. Um, and understanding that, and this was a big thing for me, understanding that my dad is still human, understanding yeah. that he's still going to make mistakes, understanding that I was his first child, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the guinea pig, you know. He mm-hmm. don't like to say that. Mm-hmm. but it's the truth I was you know my yep. father was I think he was barely 20 you know he was in college mm-hmm. my mom she was what 19 so they were still basically children young. you know they yeah young mm-hmm. um themselves and so and then also when we go deeper than that when I look at my father's relationship with his father you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so it just kind of reflected certain things that he went through he I don't feel like intentionally he meant he did it. I think it was just from the way he grew up. It just kind of carried on through. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, now what you said there really, I can, I can resonate with because um, the history, the way that history repeats itself, mm-hmm. um, you know, you said his dad, you know, did, you know, was, was practically the same way. Well, uh, to me, people learn what they live mm-hmm. and he, it, it's, it's very possible that he did the best that he knew mm-hmm. how to do. Right. Because he only, he learned from, you know, his father. And his experiences, yeah. And his, and his experiences. Mm-hmm. But also what I hear you saying too is there's a lot of forgiveness that you've, um, that that you've done. Yeah. Um, when it, when it, tell the listeners about the importance of forgiveness and how, you grow through forgiveness. Right. So um, it's so funny because I have forgiven my father uh, so many times. And um, and I say that because there may be moments where, <clears throat> excuse me, it may be moments where he hasn't done anything again, but I could be replaying the moment in my mind. Or it could be something from my childhood or a moment where I felt like he should have been there and he wasn't there. And I may have said like a couple of years ago, like, oh, I forgive him. You know, it's OK. Oh, it's OK. But then maybe another year later, I'm still thinking about it and it's still affecting me. So mm-hmm. what I realized is that 
there are and this is gonna sound funny there are levels to forgiveness right forgiveness is a journey especially when it comes to um like a parent you know I feel like especially if it's with someone that's still a part of your life you know that's still you know you may not see them every day but they're still there to some degree you know what I'm saying you may still talk to them you may have to still interact with them and so I feel like Forgiveness is it's a constant journey because again, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. We're not going to be perfect. And so I believe when certain things happened when I was maybe a teenager and, you know, cause like I said, God was with me. I, I knew God at a young age. Right. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like I need to get some water. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> so, um, so at a young age, I knew God. So I understood that forgiveness was a big thing because I know I make mistakes. So I need forgiveness as well. So in order for me to get God's forgiveness, I got to forgive everybody else around me. That's true. And so I knew that at a young age, but as I get older, there may be something else or it may be another issue that I'm realizing. And I had to forgive again. 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 And I think that that, that's part of it. It, It's understanding that forgiveness is not just going to be a one and done thing. It's not going to just be, uh, okay, I forgive him. You know, okay, I cried it out. But then the next time you may boohoo, boohoo cry because Mm -hmm. there's something else that you're realizing that's still in there. Um, healing, healing is a process as well. So they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. just as you understand, like, Hey, I'm not going to heal overnight. Uh, so the forgiveness, you know, it's, I'm, I want to, it's in my heart to do so, but I know I'm still working with other emotions that are in the mix, like anger or resentment or, you know, different things like that. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You said, you said something that's really crucial. Um, healing and forgiveness go hand in hand and mm-hmm. you're absolutely right about that I mean they they do and in in order for you to have peace in your life you're gonna have to first forgive and you're gonna have to heal from it um and this is one thing that affects the lives of many people because they never heal from it Right. Some people never want to forgive, but they definitely never heal. And if you don't heal or forgive, you pass this on to your children. Right. So it just it just continues to go mm-hmm. and and go and go until someone breaks the curtain. Yeah. I mean. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. What <clears throat> tips or advice would you give to a person? Um, because I'm sure that you recognize a person who's dealing with daddy issues. What tips mm-hmm. would you give them if they're in total denial? Mm, okay. So if they're in total denial, well, that's a hard one because if someone's in total denial, then there, I feel like there isn't going to be anything that I can really say to pull them out of that. You know, mm-hmm. you have, it, it, yes, it's about meeting people where they are, but it's also about understanding like, okay, it, they're not ready to face it. So I can't, put it in their face to face it. Right. right, (laughs) And that's so funny. 
because I, I had a, a recent, you know, situation like that where I shared it with someone and they weren't ready to, right. they weren't ready to receive it or to see it. And it wasn't even my intention to be like, Hey, I think you got daddy issues, but yeah. it was more of a, Oh, Hey, I just want to share this with you, but mm-hmm. they weren't even ready to receive it or to even look at it. So so when someone's in denial, you just have to love them where they are and understand mm-hmm. like, hey, and then, you know, and if it's someone really close to you, then I would pray for them. I would, I would, you know, I would pr- say a prayer, you know, for them. They don't have to know, but you could just ask God to work on their heart because that's what it really is. It's a heart issue when someone's in complete denial. Right. Now, say if someone wasn't in complete denial and they just didn't know. hmm I would, you know, I would ask them, I would first ask questions because when you ask someone questions, you allow them to think for themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. you allow them to come to the conclusion on their own Um, because I've dealt, I deal with a lot of people all the time and I understand that, you know, you have to allow people to walk. You can't walk for them as much as you may see like, hey, you can walk. I I see your legs are strong. You know, you can't walk for them. But what you can do is you can be like, hey, you can do it, you know. And so I just believe that first you ask them questions so then they can acknowledge it and they can really see like there is a feeling that I have. I do cry in the middle of the night. I do miss Mm -hmm. my father. I I can't reach out to him. I acknowledge him as as a sperm donor. I don't see him as my, you know, all Mm -hmm. these different things. First, you have to look at and right. then understand that most of the time, the root of that is anger. And then the root of that is hurt, is pain, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it's it's like, okay, then how are we going to deal with the pain? How do we get rid of this pain? I understand I do need to forgive him. I understand he's human, but how do I deal with the pain? Because every yeah. time I see him, I roll my eyes. Yeah. Every time he he tries to reach out to me now, I don't want anything to do with him because right. he took so, you know, some people are like, hey, they, they kind of took too long and I don't really right. want to, you right. know, and because everybody's at their own place. Right. And, or it could be the complete opposite where you're like, I have open arms to my father and I just want him. I call him. I reach out to him and I'm just wanting him to reach out to me, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it it's figuring out because everybody's, everybody's story is different. And like we said, I believe earlier, everybody's daddy issues don't look the same, you yeah. know? And so it's just first figuring that out. And and that's part of the process. And I think that's part of the reason why it took me a while to to even answer it, because that's the big chunk of it, to get someone to see and acknowledge and to see the pain, to feel the pain, to say like, okay, this is pain. And now I want help for it. I, I want help for it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that leads me to like my final question um, in order to, um, kind of push through in order to deal with the hurt, the pain, the anger. There's some counseling that seriously has to be done because, mm-hmm. it, like, you've dealt with these issues all of your life, and now you desire to be better, but you can't do it on your own. Right. So, do you agree with me about you know professional help? Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. And I believe 
I believe like if you do have a therapist, I also say that you have um, a spiritual advisor or a spiritual parent or someone that's also in in the spiritual aspect of things as well. Um, Because I understand that as things are in the natural, so they are in the supernatural, the things that Mm -hmm. we can't see, the things that are unseen to us, you know, Mm -hmm. like emotions and feelings and spiritual things. We don't see those things, but they're, they're real. Mm -hmm. So I, I just say to, if you have like just a a counselor, you know, because there's so many options right now because mental health is such a big deal. And, and I'm so glad it is because, you know, a few years ago it wasn't, you know, as much as it is now, um, even though we all need it. So definitely having a therapist is also, is awesome. And then also um, connecting with, you know, your local church or connecting with the prayer group or, or maybe that friend that you know is, is, is spiritual, you know, um, so that you have that connection because it's a journey and it's a place, it's a thing of healing. So there's going to be the natural side of it and also the spiritual side. So absolutely get professional help. Absolutely. I, myself, I know I have a mentor, a spiritual mentor that was able to help me look at, you know, childhood trauma. You know, one of my assignments was to go back from the age of one and think about your memories. Don't force Mm -hmm. anything. Don't, you know, don't force it. Don't try and make it up in your mind, but just sit still and, and just reflect and, and write down what you remember. And some of those ages that I got to, they were really challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, but that allowed me, that allowed me to look at it and to see things from a spiritual perspective as well. And then, and then also outside of professional help, because you're not going to always have your therapist 24 seven, but you're going to have yourself 24 seven is about positive affirmations, making sure that you're having the positive thoughts. You know, we all have still negative thoughts that come in, but you just being quick on the draw of saying, no, I'm not going to allow that negative thought to sit in my mind written free, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sky, that, I mean, we have touched on a lot (laughs) tonight. I know the listeners have a lot to think about, but for our final thing, tell everyone how they can look and listen to your short film. Yes, absolutely. So the easiest way, I believe, is probably on YouTube. Um, you can just type in my name, Sky, S-K-I, with W-I-T-H-N-A-N-I-E-Y-E. Um, and just type that in on YouTube. You'll be able to find my channel. And it was it's literally the last uh, video that I have released. So just go to my videos and you will see it there. Again, it's called What to Do About Daddy Issues. So, and if you don't have YouTube or if you don't use YouTube and you're on Instagram, it is definitely on my Instagram as well, pinned to the top of my profile. Sky with an I on Instagram, right? So, yeah, and that's the way you can see it. Definitely check it out. Let me know what you think. I love to see the comments. I love to hear the reactions. All of it just, it brings so much joy to my heart that it mine too because I know <laughs> I know what it's done for me thus far <laughs> yeah I thank you so much for being my special guest today Absolutely. you haven't liked me I, the emotions are still running wild <laughs> <laughs> even more now you gave me more to think about <laughs> 
But I thank you so, so much. And I love you so, I love so you much. Too. Thank you so much. And I wish you nothing but the best. This podcast is phenomenal. And I'm so proud of you. You continue to kill it. Thank <laughs> you so much, girly. You're welcome. All right. You have a great time. Great day. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.